At Gates, we are passionate about the Word of God. We hope the message you are about to listen to empowers you today. Glory to God. Greetings from Victory Church. We have not changed our name in 21 and a half years, and they have actually named a network after us. Praise the Lord. <laughs> uh, well, did, did they get it, Riley? I don't know. I mean, did they get it? for? Praise the Lord. Um, we love your pastors. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We pray for you as well. Uh, just consider you so much a part of our lives. And we look to you. We look to guidance, wisdom, whatever you have for us, and just covenant relationship. And we love the family. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So happy to be here. Um, Colossians 4, 5. Let's just get right in and we'll see what the Lord wants to do. By the way, the, the worship has been just high, just wonderful. He is worthy of it all. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Redeeming the time. We're redeeming the time. Amen. Colossians 4, 5 says, Live wisely among those who are not believers. And make the most of every opportunity. That is just so good. That's what we're talking about. Did y'all enjoy Pastor Brandon? Wow, that was just amazing. I just love that. I just love that boy. He's a boy to me. I started hanging around with Brandon when he was 16, when he had a ponytail. And Jennifer was like a little bitty kid. And so um, they've just been close friends of ours for a long time. Miss Ann's here. Praise the Lord. Miss Ann Holler. Ephesians 5.16, make the most of every opportunity in these days. Um, So we're looking for redeeming the time. Recovering our time from waste and improving it for great and important purposes. We're going to improve our time. Living wisely. Be wise in the way that you act toward those who are outside of the Christian faith. There's certainly for those who are in it, but for those who, this is particularly talking about what we're going to do with the world, with the people who are still in the world. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. And so what I see here is making the most of our opportunities. I, the, the word that stands out to me, and it appeared to me that it did to Brandon as well, is the word opportunity. Yeah. Amen? And so um, I think that Not do you just have the opportunity now, but that you do what you're supposed to do with the opportunity. Because a lot of times when we get out there, we have opportunities and we mess it all up. Amen? But we're not going to in 2024. We're not going to. We're going to be spot on. We're going to hit it. We're going to get it. We're going to do it right. Amen? I have all confidence in the church. I believe this is going to happen. You know, things have just, they're shifting drastically in the nations of the world. Drastically. We see that. We don't have our head in the sand. We know exactly what's going on. And, uh, you know, it's just unprecedented the way uh, that things are changing. But hearts are longing for truth, church. Hearts are longing for truth. Uh, We have a connection with uh, some people in Israel and uh, actually... Uh, while all the wars been going on, there was um, a ministry over there who there a man who was ministering. He took out some food and um, and he began to gather in some of the uh, the 
uh, yeah, he washed their clothes. He was taking care of actually some Palestinian people. He brought them in. He took care of their clothes. He, he's washing, and he began to read the Bible to them. Hey, did y'all hear this? Y'all probably heard it. 200 of them. That night, Jesus appeared to 200 of them. They came back to him and said, we want to know Jesus, and we want you to teach us. See, you don't hear that on the news, but this stuff is happening. Amen. People are longing to know the truth. They're finding out the truth. And this is our opportunity. Instead of complaining about how bad the world is, let's use this opportunity to see people come into the kingdom of God. Amen. They want answers, and we have the answer. His name is Jesus. He is the answer. The interesting thing about dark times is um, they always precede fresh outpourings always get ready church we have barely tapped this great awakening but it's on it's on right now I could just tell the difference between all of us from last year to this year there's just already such a difference in all of us we're already moving into new places in our spirits in our gatherings together so I just believe that right now the stage is being set for the church of the living God to just win the world, to advance the kingdom of God. He, we're going to do it, and, and in manifold ways, manifold ways, all sorts of things. The scripture says over in Isaiah 60, you're, this is not new to you, it says, Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Well, we've seen that. But you don't stop there. In gross darkness, the people. But the Lord shall rise on you. The Lord will arise upon you. And his glory will be seen upon you. And this is kind of the track I want to go down here. This weekend, we're arising to another level. And uh, this scripture here, it's, it's actually not saying when I'm looking at it here. I'm thinking about this. He's not just saying now. Now, y'all get up there. Mind me, just get up there. This this is more of a prophetic feel than it is a command. What he's saying is kind of like when you get a prophetic word. That's an opportunity offered to you. You could take it or leave it. But this is what he's saying here. Arise. The word arise is the word kum in Hebrew. And it means first and foremost, get yourself to another level. Amen. First and foremost, get yourself to another level. And when God is offering you something, he provides the grace. So there's grace right now to come up to another level. Right now, while I'm saying this to you, there is a grace for you to come up to another level right now. And you should start taking it right now during this meeting. Start taking it. Be aware that you have help right now in these opportunities that you're going to be given this year. Opportunities in every kind of area. Every way, everything that helps other people. From street ministry to selling shoes. Whatever helps people. If you do it for the kingdom of God. Amen. Your light's shining. Praise the Lord. Dimensions are essential to break into if we're going to be achievers of the purposes and plans of God. 
dimensions are, if we're going to do the will of God. Because it's impossible for us to do things that God wants us to do based on our attempts alone. You're not sitting in one of those kinds of churches that just says, now let's have a little word and then y'all get out there and y'all try to win people for Jesus and and you know and no you're empowered you're empowered this is not a religious meeting you're empowered to do what you do and so we need to look at the dimensions and and listen it's important it's imperative that we have the initiative to be progressive. We do need to. We, we actually really need to have desires and aspirations, the dreams that are in us. We, we need those. We need goals. We need these things, absolutely. But without the Holy Spirit, it's really pretty futile. It's not going to go where you need to go. So we can't build our plans, and and I'm so glad I'm in a church where you already know this, but we can't build our plans based on programs. Although we set up things, we set up things with plans and purposes and things like that. We're not just doing it to, quote, have another program in the church. Your pastors don't do that. That's not how they base what they uh, do when they carry out things here, all the missions they carry out here. It's based on what they heard Holy Spirit do. Likewise, our lives need to reflect that. We need to base what we're doing on what Holy Spirit has been telling us to do. Can you agree with that? So, there's just dimensions out there that we have very little knowledge of. I just want to pull you up a little bit in that. I'm talking about the realm of the Spirit. I'm talking about the glory of God. I'm talking about the things that can happen in the glory of God. We're not uh, just two- and three-dimensional. We live in dimensions. There's a spirit world happening all around you right now. Well, I, I mentioned that Riley was here, and he's a soul winner, and, of course, much more than that. Uh, he teaches us how to do that, how to win souls. So he's a teacher. Um, but listen, there's a grace on Riley. There's a grace on Kim. I don't know if y'all know what Miss Kim does. It's like everything. <laughs> Kim, do y'all, have y'all ever heard of somebody named Kelly Copeland? This is Kelly Copeland's right hand. Or I don't know, she, Kelly may be her right hand by now. I'm not sure <laughs> how that works. They're, they're just two peas in a pod there. But what they do is all by a grace and by an anointing that is on their life and on their ministry. Walk with me because I'm trying to tell you something out here. So, so there's this anointing on them. This isn't a program that Brother Copeland called Riley up and said, Riley, let's just try this. Let's just have a program so it looks good. Are y'all seeing what I'm trying to push out here? So take it, because this is absolutely right. Just, just take it, because just stay with me. In our ministry, uh, what we do at the, at the church, at the house, is we will give folks opportunity to, in the comfort and safety of our home church, we, give, we have special meetings and allow them to uh, flow in the gifts uh, because they're there. They could be corrected if they needed to. They, they won't hurt anyone because we're there to lead them. And, and so we, we flow in that and we give them opportunity. We do things like that. We have people 
you know, not everybody, but we give people opportunity to get up and speak. I'm going to tell you something. Nine times out of ten, when someone has gotten up and spoken, not actually not the ones that are here today, but other people, and I really mean that, um, they get up and talk about, they, they, when they're finished, and they find me afterwards, they talk about themselves. Now, I don't, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but I'm going to get the point over here in just a minute. Well, I didn't feel afraid at all. Well, I didn't know if I did good. Well, I stumbled over here. Well, I did, and it's all about, all you hear is I, 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 I. And what I try to do is lead them into this place where they get self out of the way and understand you didn't get up there so we can see how great of a communicator you are. We want to hear what God is saying through you. So get your mind off yourself and the way you're presenting it. We all present things differently. But present what God has for you. Certainly we want to be good communicators. We want to be. But the way you're going to be the best communicator whether you're standing up here or you're talking to someone out on the street, is that you do it by being led by the Spirit of God and you get your mind off yourself. This is kind of a repeat of Brandon, isn't it? He was all about self last night, and I loved it. We all need that correction. Amen? It's all about them, but if you could just work with them, come on now, come on now. Stop thinking about how you're doing it. Get, get out of the mental place. Go on into the anointing. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's the way it is with opportunities with people. In all of them. You need to step up in there believing that God's going to meet you. Y'all, you're just going to have to give me $20 for this. I'm setting you up right now. <laughs> We're good friends, okay? So... <laughs> Praise the Lord. You want to be spirit-led. But here's the cool part. Here's the cool part of this. The five-fold ministry gifts have anointings to equip. For, to equip you for the work of the ministry. Now, when they're equipping you, they're not just giving you knowledge. They are delivering their anointing to you. They're delivering a grace to you. They're delivering a flow to you that will get on you. These are the dimensions we need to be aware of. You have a lot, if you remember here, you have a lot of Pastor Burt's anointing on you. It's the truth. You do. You're anointed like him. Praise the Lord. You know, since I've, I flow in the prophetic a lot, uh, I think every person that's here with me tonight prophesies, so... Uh, it just happens like that. That, that thing, it, it just, the, the grace on us just flows on other people. So, I, I'm, I'm asking you to keep that in mind for 2024. You're not alone. You've got Holy Spirit. You have mentors. You have fivefold. You have the grace that is on them to produce everything, every dream, every goal that God has for you to do. Now, you know, some of you are thinking, well, I'm not in the ministry, and I don't do street ministry. And blah, blah, blah. Well, no, no, no. At your place, at your assignment, what you're doing, what you're doing every day, 
you have the capability to help other people come into the kingdom of God or level up in the kingdom of God every day. Every day. You just have to get your mind off yourself once again. Well, I don't know if I can do it. Well, I think you can. God says you can. The church has been full of self-focused consumers rather than self-sacrificed servants attuned to the Holy Spirit. And that needs to lead the church of God. We need to just not come in consuming anymore. Every person within the sound of my voice should be supplying, pulling on the anointing, giving supply to what's going on right now. Some people even just praying under your breath, whatever it takes to get the word out there the way God wants it. You are not an audience. You are participating in a corporate anointing. You are just as important as I am tonight. You're just as important as Amanda is tonight leading that worship. You're just as important as Pastor. And what he can't do it as well as he wants to do it without you responding. Amen. Praise the Lord. The release of grace and the anointing on your lives comes as you begin to participate with this. Now, once again, this verse says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. It said in gross darkness, glory would be seen upon you, and people without God would come to your light. Yeah. Did y'all pick that up? Yeah. People without God would come to your light. Uh <laughs> arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you come on right now do it rise to a new life shine be radiant with the glory of the Lord for your light has come he has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you so church your light is attracting people your light's attracting people. We have two poodles. They're about this big. They're kind of big, miniature, whatever. Anyway, they're... And, of course, we, we love them. But a lot of times the front door... And we have two dog doors. I mean, they're all over the house, right? You, you've been there. So, uh, so uh, but a lot of times the front door gets left open and mosquitoes come in the house at a certain time of year. You know that? So I bought... This mosquito light. You know about it? Because I was swatting them when I was sleeping at night. That's ridiculous. So I put this mosquito light over there. And all through the night I'd hear. Zzz, zzz. But I noticed they were attracted to the light. And I'm telling you. People. Finances. Opportunity. And favor are attracted to your light. You have a light, and in the spirit realm, they, your light can be seen. Your light is being seen right now. So we're all KCM people here, I know. So um, Brother Jerry used to tell a story about him walking around in the mall. Remember the story? Y'all were probably little when he told it. But he's walking around in the mall, and some ladies following him around said, I saw a light on your head. I saw a light on your head. Okay, so... That, that, did, did she see it in the spirit or did she see it? We don't know, but it was there. 
But she was attracted to it, and she got what she was after. Uh, One time, Pastor Deb and I were walking around in HUB down in San Marcos. And here come these two ladies running up to us in the produce. We saw how bright you were. Can you pray? Y'all are just bright. Can, Can you just pray? We said, okay, we had church in the produce. I mean, right there in front of the celery, we were just going for it. And praise the Lord, God is so good. It just, it just was so wonderful. You're shining just like that. Just like that. You're anointed just like that. The anointing is on you. Amen. In the spirit realm, your light can be seen. Keep that in mind while you're redeeming the time. Your light can be seen. And, you know, listen, I know, and I know what you're thinking. There are just some people that are just so dull. They can't see. They can't hear. You've dealt with them. You know, being a pastor for a long time, I've experienced that sometimes. And I know you have too. They're blinded by darkness. But don't give up. Keep your light shining. Because they can come in. And they will come in. This is real. You're functioning at light speed up. You have a light that may not be able to be seen out here, but it can be seen in the spirit realm. And the enemy doesn't like it. Darkness doesn't like it. It pushes darkness away. When the, when the little devils come walking down your neighborhood, they're saying, <clears throat> don't go in there. They'll beat you up right there. Don't even, that's, that's too bright of a light. Don't go in there. I'm telling you, your light is shining. And it's, it's attracting, it's pulling in the right things. There's a law called the law of attraction, and it's working, church. It's working. There's a law of attraction. If you stay negative and you just, you know, go to the garden and eat worms all the time, if you're complaining all the time, if you always go to the hard stuff, if it's always going to the bad, you keep attracting that. But if you let your light shine and you get your mind on your servanthood and you get your mind on your sonship and you get your mind on your heritage, what belongs to you, you're going to be able to give that away. You're going to, people are going to see the light. They're going to want what you have. You're, you're just a walking testimony. Amen? I was thinking about Esther. In uh, 5.1 it said, Now it happened on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace across from the king's house, while the king sat on his royal throne in a royal house, facing the entrance of the house. So it was when the king saw Esther standing in the court that she found favor in his sight. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking he looked at her and said, who's that sister? I know. But actually, when you interpret that, that word apparel does not show up. That's added in the translation. She put on royal. She put on the spirit of God. She put on the fact of the covenant that she was wearing. Yeah, she probably dressed up because you're going into the king's court. But she was dressing in her spiritual apparel. We need to get up and shine. We need to put on our spiritual apparel. And we need to walk right up to opportunity, right up to favor. And As Pastor Deb says, all they can do is say yes. Amen. That's Deb's motto, and she's good at it. Praise the Lord. As we redeem the time, we're not just encouraged by what the fivefold is telling us, what your friends are telling us. We're anointed. 
we're, we're given a grace for it. I want you to remember that tomorrow as Riley is speaking to you. When you're sitting here thinking, I won't get to be here because I have a responsibility, but I'll be thinking about you. But you'll be sitting here thinking, he's releasing right now the grace for me to redeem the time with people. You owe me another 25 now. No, I'm kidding. This is so true, though. I like to joke around, but this is really true. That he's going to release something if you just go, well, I really appreciate what Mr. Stevenson said, but I just don't know. No, he's releasing something on your life that you'll be able to use. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for it. Praise God. We become aware of the dimensions, not just, well, that sounded good. I, I guess I'll try it. You're not trying anything. You just step into it. You just step into it. And you can do all these things. We can do all these things in the Spirit of God, with the Spirit of God, and still not be flaky. You know how I know that? Because we're word churches. Because we're anchored in the word. We can do all sorts of wonderful things in the spirit and not get all flaky, not get all goofy. Praise the Lord. I know you're happy about that. As we redeem the time in order to wake up that awareness to the glorious light and anointing in our lives, I just want to give you just a few pointers before I close down here. Can you take it? We good? I still have 13 minutes. Woo! Okay. So, okay, look, I'm probably preaching to the choir right here, okay? But I'm going to say them anyway. Because I know you know this stuff, but let's just go over it. Our prayer lives. Our prayer lives. Our worship lives. What are we doing with them? Because they are so important to keep our batteries charged. And they are so important that we speak into the realm, that we worship into the realm, that we worship in spirit, which you do here. You're at, you're, you've got good leaders. That is happening here. Just make sure you're not sitting here as an audience admiring uh, Laura's beautiful leather jacket, you know, although I did for a minute. But, yeah, I came back real quick. Uh, but, but... I'm serious about this. You just don't get off on being entertained. Man, man, Joey's cute. (laughs) Yeah. So we've all noticed that, but y'all need to get over that. Yeah, I know. Who's that brother, right? That guy, that guy who wears the headphones, man, he plays a good guitar. You can't help but notice that. I haven't met him yet. But, That's all good, but day and night, night and day, he's worthy of it all. He's worthy of it all. Just coming on up in the worship, just coming on up in the worship, taking time to pray, pray on the way to church, not get in the car. Well, I wonder what Pastor Bird has for us this week. You think that Riley guy really be any good? No, no. Praying for what Riley's going to do, what Riley's going to say, what Pastor's going to say, what Amanda's going to do, how they're going to lead, what they're going to sing. Praying, believing God that this corporate anointing will take you to even more levels, even newer levels. And when you get in, listen, when the glory's poured out, when you step out on the street, you ain't scared of nothing. Am I right? I I don't know. Y'all are 
a lot younger than me, but those days up there with Brother Copeland in that uh, Tarrant County Convention Center, uh -huh. there were some glorious days. Y'all remember when we were laughing and falling on the floor and we couldn't get out of the building? But when we got out there, we were ready to tell everybody. That happened to us in Branson, Missouri with Sister Billy in Denny's one time. Yeah. I thought, I think everybody and all the waitresses got saved or something. But, it, but it's once you're full, yeah. once you're full, you're ready. And a certainly word, y'all know I'm a word person, but Holy Spirit, yeah. you leak, church. You have to be refilled. So when you come together, your part, because there's others around you, your part is to make sure that you're participating with the anointing, not watching any kind of entertainment. Amen. Praise the Lord. Vertical prayer, vertical worship actually kill the entertainment spirit. Everybody goes the other way. They forget all about, oh, this is good, or oh, I don't like that kind, or whatever. They get over all of that stuff, and they start flowing with God. And I believe you have that here. Uh, Amanda has hit this twice, and I got tickled because I wrote this way before I heard her say it. But she was go has gone this way two times. Corporate worship was never really intended to be a means to the preaching. It in itself, worship is in, is, has an end to itself, uh, meaning that certainly it's preparing the way, but there's something in it for you, and there's something in it for him. And so, we, we, you know, we've been taught how to attend church. We need to be taught how to pull on the power and anointing of God in the situations. Ooh, I just felt the Holy Ghost go up a level. How to pull on the anointing and receive everything that God has. And then when the man or the woman of God get up there, it's a, it's a whole other level. Yeah. It's a whole other level. Yeah. And you could just flow and, and move in things that uh, uh, possibly are even going to be new. Just go right on up. So that's where the spirit moves. That's where the gifts flow. So we don't want to be taught on how to attend a service. Amen. We want to be taught how to move in power. Amen. In that service by connecting with the glory of God. Connecting with the glory of God. Amen. Are y'all still here? Okay. So. Praise the Lord. The prayer is essential. I'm not going to go into that. I think you all know that here. It's important to pray. It's important to pray in tongues. If you hadn't been filled with the Holy Spirit yet, or if you were filled in the Holy Spirit back in 1976, you know, continually be filled. Continually be filled. Praise the Lord. Here's the last thing I want to talk to you about. Some people say, you know, I just, this year, I just, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what to do. I, don't, I have these dreams. I'm seeing that there's a calling. I'm seeing what God wants to do. I, I want to step out and, and do some things that, that pastor sees that you're going to be flowing in and things like that. I just, I just don't even know how to start, though. Well, first of all, you're here. Yeah. So you've already started. Yeah. You're at word first. So you've already started, okay? Let me just go a little bit further with that. 
by the word that has come to Pastor Bert, you are being invited to a new place in the spirit. These dimensions we're talking about. You're invited to a new place. Like, well, I walk in favor and I do pretty good. Oh, church, there's so much more. There's just so much more. There's a stronger place than you've ever been before in 2024. And as Brother Copeland says, we're standing on victory shore. I know God picked that exactly for us. Victory shore. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I just want to say to you, pick up on the nuances and the, just the words and the flow that Pastor Bert and Becky are going in. They're leading in you into the greatest awakening that has ever happened on the face of this earth. He's, he's got the plan, and they both have the plan rising up on the inside of them. Church, you don't need just a preacher. You need a pastor. You need a pastor in your life. You need a mentor. You need someone. You need to hear what they're saying so you can be led. Amen? Praise the Lord. And this, whatever Holy Spirit calls you to do, just start. Everybody say that. Just start. Look at somebody and say, just start. Do not despise small beginnings. In 1991, we had been, I'd been baptized in the Holy Ghost for a while, but that's when I met. I met Brother Copeland in 1987, and so we were, we were going. And everything he said, I was just telling everybody, and it ended up starting a... We were going to start this Bible study with three people, and we ended up with 42 people in our living room. And I just wanted to tell everybody how good God was and how faith worked. And so people just kept coming. And so down from where we lived, we had this big old house, so down from where we lived... We found this little old junky building that used to be a store. I mean, it was trashy. It just was. Trashy dip. It was trashy. And so that's a joke with us. So we said, let's just rent it. They'll probably rent it to us for $2 or something, you know. <laughs> so it's that bad. And so Deb says, and the, the weeds are this high, okay? They're just this high. And Deb says, I'm going down there and I'm mowing the grass. We'll start by mowing the grass. So she goes down with a push lawnmower because... We, were, we, we hadn't quite come into the prosperity all the way yet, you know, and the ministry didn't have any of this stuff. But she goes down there, and she gets out there in about three or four minutes, and she's, uh, have y'all ever tried to mow down stuff like that? Uh, it's just got to go. Uh. Within just a few minutes, a county man on a tractor drove up and said, ma'am, get out of the way. He mowed that thing down. In three to five minutes. Yeah. Now, this is what I want to tell you. The big tractor came. You know what else I want to tell you? The big tractor's coming. The big tractor's coming. Your big tractor's coming. If you'll start. If you'll just start. If you'll just step out on that calling this year. If you'll just step out on that plan this year. If you'll just say, yes, I'll pray about that. If you'll say, yes, I want to uh, serve. Or whatever it is that you're called to do this year. Whatever you feel that unction to be. Whatever you feel it to be. If you'll just take one step. Start praying about it in the spirit. Whatever it is. I promise you the big tractor has come. He'll come. And I'm telling you, over and over and over, the big tractor has come to victory. 
Victory Church over and over and over. Our church building is debt-free. My house is debt-free. I haven't had, there's been about six uh, Lexuses in the last few years that have gone through uh, my possession, and I have never had a debt. The big tractor will keep coming. All you have to do is start. All you have to do is start. And you're right at the start of this year. You can just start. And if you're saying, I just don't know even what I'm supposed to do, well, start finding out. Just pray. Just pray. You'll hear it. If you listen, you'll hear through people how what you're being led into. Just wake up a little and just start. Listen on another level. Dimensions. Listen. Listen to what they're saying. Not, not, and, and here's the next thing. Do it. This is what the Lord said to me uh, while we were driving over here. We were laughing and having fun, but in the middle of this, I said something like, well, Brandon stepped on our toes. A lot. And this is what the Lord says. Yeah. And now you need to do something about it. And not just say, well, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Wherever we felt that. Oh. Then make the correction. Well, I don't know if I can make it. Just start. Just start. Just say, yes, Lord. I, I, I got up and in front of our first prayer group last Sunday, and I said, how many of you today can take correction? Man, they shifted around in there. (laughs) They did. They were shifting around. But they're willing. I'm willing. Are you willing? Because this, think of it more as a path. And he's saying, get on here. Get off here. Okay, you're on the wrong road. Make a U-turn. Dude, that's the way God is. He's not saying, I'm going to whoop you and tell you, you are so horrible. God is a good God. He'll help you get on track. Praise the Lord. Just arise. Just shine. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. All you have to do is choose. You could just say that. You know what? I'm going to shine. I'm just going to shine. The big key... Mentioned quite a few times was about us doing that, about, a, about us getting out of being selfish. Yeah. And, and selfishness, listen, selfishness is just not you wanting to go fishing on Sunday morning. Why did you look up? You, you know you can't go. He likes fishing. He's the lead guitar player. He's not going anywhere. And he's many other things. He runs the sound department. Um. It's more than that. Selfishness is when you just stay down in yourself. You're miserable. You're hurt. You're this. You're that. Arise. Come up out of that. Life is more than about you. It's about other people. Now, you know, we all need to look straight ahead on this because we've all done that. We've all made it about us. Remember Joyce Meyer? What about me? What about me? What about me? What about me? She used to say that. You know, she used to make fun of that, which we should have picked up on it way back then too. And we did. 
It's not about us. You probably have, some of you have 50 or 60 years left. Some of you have 20. But these are the last days. Jesus is coming. And if we don't rapture in the next few years, which I, I believe it's not very far away myself. But even if these weren't the last days, they're your last days. And even if you still got half your life, if you're going to go to 100, 120, and you're 60, you're halfway through. What are you going to do with your life? Are you going to hear, well done, good and faithful servant? Are you going to hear, well, I want to, I want to apprehend what I've been apprehended for. And I'm not near done. And I know you aren't either. So I love what Pastor said. He said, just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. So start and keep going. And let your light shine. You receive that tonight? Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, we invite you to share it with someone in your life. We would love for you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also download our app and stay connected to Gates and access to the Word of God anytime you need it. We are believing that the seed of today's word is going deep in your heart and that you always remember God is more than enough in every situation of your life.